I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Tom and Joe know all there is to know From masterpieces to deep fried tacos And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say There's no telling where the guys will take you Get ready for a spoiler Won't say it twice, cause we're already Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 733. Come on. I don't know. A milestone. Scream. It is a milestone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scream 6. Screamed. <laughs> Five Cream 6. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go around the table. I prefer to think of it as Ghostface Takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He broke rotation. He what did. are we doing in this case? <laughs> Some people just don't know how to go in rotation. He broke rotation. What's the? Well, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. <laughs> this is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Ryan Terry, Professor Horror. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, the timely invitation <laughs> to join us. It's, it's just amazing how um, real life sometimes mimics the movies <laughs> or perhaps the movies inspires it. So whatever oh, black magic happens, uh, I will neither confirm nor deny that I may have been uh, instrumental in uh, the results. Well, we're glad you could make it, Ryan. <laughs> that would make this episode not about Scream. That's right. But about Stab. <laughs> yes. Ah, yes. Very meta. Yes. Very meta. I so, mean, meta, meta, meta? Yeah. Meta, meta. Meta, all, meta. All the metas. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should start by asking Joe what happened. He said he, oh, got, man. he was hit by a car. Yeah. Not my oh. person. I, well, just, Ryan was like really doubling down. He's like, well, if they've already got a guest. Yeah, right, right. right. And they don't yeah. get taken out. I've got to at least <laughs> right. got a host. Ryan somehow managed to make sure I tried to get hit twice in one day. <laughs> uh, so the first, yes, I, I was in two car accidents uh yesterday oh no um so the first one is no big you know whatever guy blew through a red light hit the side mm. of the car not the end of the is world at work first one was not at work second oh. one yeah same thing sitting at a red light my light turns green i go ahead and go and a guy blows through a red light and smashes into the the side of my my work car i don't remember much after that i woke up walking to the uh i came i guess i 
Remem- to... I remember walking to the stretcher. I was oh. I, I actually just got out of the hospital oh three hours ago. Oh, no. Uh, and that decided I'm, I'm not missing screen. So wow. That's came yeah, the it, just to be clear, I we want this on the record. This isn't about commitment to the show. No. Oh. It's about <laughs> commitment to to a franchise. To to the slasher movie. Yes. Yeah, because can we like it. for for legal purposes, can you at least state that we did not ask you to come on the show after we knew you we got didn't into a car know accident. until well, I'm not sat down. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I am here of my own. They free, made him come to a movie podcast after two <laughs> yeah. car accidents. After, of my own volition. I am here of my own free will. Oh, okay. Hey, Crystal um, still did the clip out after that's she got what I'm hit saying, man. And she got hit by a car. And she got hit yeah, by she a was car. like her person. She was jogging and we I, we talked about this on the show, but yeah, she was jogging and got hit by a car, flipped ass over tea kettle. Yeah, I love cussed. I love that phrase, by the way. Yes, but you cool should have seen the car. Yeah, yeah. Crystal's pretty strong. So <laughs> poor car didn't stand a chance. I was like, did you just fat shame my wife? <laughs> I don't think that's how. It, no, <laughs> but uh, Hulk smash. Uh, oh, so my wife is the Hulk. In this <laughs> yeah, right, right. So. Women are the monsters. We've talked yeah. about this before. Yes, Barbarian. Go back, go yeah. back to that episode. <laughs> but yeah, partially collapsed slum. Long, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, she got rocked. Yeah, she did. So, yeah. but here I am. So, man, rocking like a hurricane. That's right. That guy's day. You hit a cop car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How does that work out? Well, I you just go straight to jail. So I will tell you the the first. So that in the first instance, when I got hit, I wasn't on the shift. I wasn't working. That guy got real lucky. The second, like, I don't know how much I could probably say. Yeah, don't, currently, don't worry. Um, about it. Yeah, but yeah, let's just say. <laughs> he didn't well all right i'm just gonna shut up yeah okay. just physically don't. he's fine yeah nothing happened on that end yeah yes. i would just be scared to death if i hit a cop car although it seems like lately in the city of st louis like nobody pays attention to stop signs nope. or stop lights I well mean, you know that you see the videos online all the time you saw that the article about the the four people that passed away yeah on that, i was the first on scene for that one gotcha so it's been that that intersection if oh you're gosh. from st louis you know between on south grand between laclede and highway 40 is a speed i was way. i was yeah. there on friday i was right oh, in that area too yeah on friday yeah there you go yeah i you don't know what's going on around no. that area no it's... but i'm okay i am definitely sore little concussed but i'm powering well we've got tylenol upstairs if you need it oh no i'll be fine we've got unused i got mountain dew that might not be a good idea shouldn't do that (laughs) yes (laughs) so before we dig into the movie shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify google wherever you find a podcast you could find us while you're there be sure and follow us you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review that's always helpful and good for our egos which we need at this point yes and leave a comment (laughs) on youtube too that's another great way that's true we are also on the youtube we still don't have our vanity url bastards we're trying youtube.com slash at real spoilers <laughs> easy to remember okay so i was a little confused on the last episode because i wasn't sure if it was just adding the at symbol or if it was slash at but but you have it's slash you have, at sorry youtube.com slash at real spoilers now here's the kicker if you go to youtube.com slash real spoilers this page is not found it's not like anyone owns it right and you've got slash the clip out so it's not like those right. pages don't exist with just but no you literally cannot That's make so weird. a vanity url right now because when they deactivated the system at the time where we got our page to the point where we could get one and then mm-hmm. when they brought it back everyone had usernames instead of just uh, URLs. So 
they reactivated the system with only being able to choose at and then. I wonder your, if they're going to take our vanity URL at some point. You just wonder if it's going to yeah. convert at some point. But yeah, it's like it's it's just so dumb though that it says this page is not found. It's like well, if nothing else is yeah, parked there, just do, throw it. Yeah, like to yeah. Us. yeah anyway, you can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. No at. <laughs> while you're there like the page during the group it's called the league of show sharers because we're hoping you'll share an episode people who were kind enough to share an episode last week include librarian cynthia julianne jordan phil timon ralph tribble chris congratulations Vall- what's that ralph tribble oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah last week uh, chris falls tammy lynn powers Betts, travis tewitt gabriel lugo chris magic man chris sanders christopher rex Kind of a Chris trifecta. Close. One's a Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of messes it all up. We'd have to ask him yeah, if he goes by that or not. We need a judge's ruling. Yeah. Heather Sachs, Jason Weesey, Ogeekdom, Invasion of the oh, Remake, Vertigay 314, David Rojas, Spoiler, Peace Theater, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Dissect That Film, Ronnie Castle, Feelin' Film, Nostalgia Cast, Matt Naglia, Binge Movies, In Session Film, Ryan Terry, mm-hmm. and geek to me Radio. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. And finally, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you extra. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And the Christmas stuff is done. Oh. It's in the can, it's at the, least. Yeah, uh, well, that's true. We've recorded it. We yes, released yeah. last week, we released our penultimate episode <laughs> yeah, of Holiday right. Horror, yeah. which was Violent Night. <laughs> that's correct. Very timely. Yes. And sorry about, I know you guys gave that to me so far in advance. We did before so the far in advance. We they, just, you know, we're trying to be proactive. And so we, we recorded yeah. the very, very final of at least this Holiday Horror. Black Christmas. I don't know how early Matt likes to gear up for the next Holiday Horror. As but early as possible. Yeah. You should have just April. left him in the can at this point. I know, I know. And just let really him sit on, there. on top of your game, you know. No, this, I, this is when they like them released, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess let's dig in to Scream 6. So, I honestly, I do think after watching this one, I, I, there are so many horror franchises that have made it to number six. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to number six, you're like, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Like, you know, let's pick up the pace a little bit. Or what are we doing? But this is a little different, too. This you, is Because different. of the reboot, like a sequel type thing. So that's it's... interesting. Like, it is... Five was the requel. Yeah. But it also stayed like in it, it didn't negate anything right it didn't negate one two three or four right it's not a reboot and it's not even a soft reboot it's a, a requel it it's literally right. is so it's the, a requel yeah but yeah. when we say requels though they usually with these they're going from like you know halloween 78 right. to 2018 to there's the, nothing that we're gonna yeah. forget about everything else this franchise isn't doing that this mm. is like we're gonna sort of do a requel but we're gonna stick with our continuity i think the scream franchise is well, I think most requels stick like Jurassic Park's a requel, and it 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 picks up with I guess that's a true. new cast, mm. but it's still it doesn't it's not a remake like it's still living or in a straight that up reboot same world as the original yeah and the legacy yeah. characters I, show up and yeah you know. I don't know I think I don't know if I would characterize it as a requel because it does continue with the especially with five the the same legacy cast it's the there's the timelines not been retconned in any way so I, I don't know if I would I mean it was a you know displaced by many years I think to be a requel in my opinion is that you're there's an attempt to remake and I don't see an attempt in Scream 5 to remake anything as much as I do to perhaps revive. And so I guess maybe if we're saying it's like a revive sequel, but I don't see... Okay. Typically when I use that term, 
I'm using it for a remake, not revive, but I, I suppose you could use it either way. It's like re- they, reviving the franchise. They define it yeah. in five, though, right? Doesn't doesn't one of the characters yeah, I mean, say they, it's they a They talk re- about being a, a requel, and it, I mean, not to go against what the professor says, <laughs> no. but I do kind of think like it is, I mean, you've got the, the love interest, spoilers for Scream 5. Yeah, the yeah love it does in, kind of The mirror... love interest is the killer. The the whole end set of the movie ends up in the in in Randy's house or in Stu, Stu's house. Yeah, it's just like the like first, the just like the first one. The internet kind of defines it as like you're revisiting this franchise. It's continuing in that world, but it's not a direct sequel to the. Because you the, got new characters, right? right so like, you yeah. got a direct sequel that picks up right where the last one left off. You like know? Jurassic That's World fair. lives in that world, but right. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are the stars. But then you pull in the old cast, which they didn't do right away. But like this one, was, Sydney I, was in five. Sydney like, was I would in think five. Creed is a re, is a requel. I could understand. Yeah. You know, okay, lives yeah. in the world of Rocky, but it's not really following Rocky. But Rocky's in it. Yeah. You know? but it kind, yeah. And it kind of like the story beats do kind of follow. They're yeah. d- not completely similar, but that first Creed movie we talked about mm-hmm. is very much feels like an art house yes. movie. And you've got the underdog and he loses his first match. I mean, it is a very similar. I think so. It's a like the, I would call it a soft reboot. It's a, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But this franchise, I think, is the most consistently good from one to six, which I think is almost impossible to do. Yeah. I think you look at any other horror franchises, they you get one or two really good ones in the beginning, and then there's like a fall off, and they kind of pick back up. But by the time we get to six, it's like, well, now we're in Manhattan, and now we've got a Michael is going to have sex with his niece and have a baby. It's just like, what are we doing? Like this is insane. Where this I, one doesn't know. feel that way. I don't know, Joe. I um I did not like this movie. Oh so, wow! So I have I have a hard time seeing. Is it? bad it's not bad so i'm willing willing to meet you halfway in that it's not bad so i would say in my opinion more accurately it's the most consistently not bad (laughs) franchise it it hasn't jumped the shark (laughs) (laughs) that's fair and that's that's, fair that's That's also fair it's interesting i didn't know where we would all land and tom just said it's the weakest not bad but the weakest yeah like i don't think it's a bad movie either Mm -hmm. but i definitely think it's the weakest i think i I think it's probably the next to weakest i I mean i do think it's toward the end too yeah and and it's the the fifth is it even trying to be scary anymore like there was not one scary moment in this but movie. But that's, that's just it, Tom. I think the it, opening it's neither, had some, some I don't tension. I don't think yeah. that these movies have ever been scary, right? I don't, like that the uh, that first 13 minutes of that's true. Like, the original the screen is the, opening the first thing first one, but it it's all brilliant. of these movies become after the first one, even the first one. They're I mean they're Scooby Doo like, movies. Kind of comedy. Yeah, they're Scooby Doo yeah. movies. Oh yeah. You know, and And I think that's where this one kind of fails. It's neither it's neither scary but it's also not funny. Yeah. And so it, it's I think it wants to be funny this, sometimes. It wants to be funny. That that That's why it, it comes down to just poor writing. And I know these guys did a great job with Ready or Not. So I don't know where the and hell their brains were. And Scream 5. It's the same guys. Screen, so we it, like their work. It's mm-hmm. not. I mean, we, we're fans of these guys. And again, it's not a bad movie, but it just didn't capture the same spark. I'm telling you, because for me, my rankings, and I don't usually like to rank stuff, but if I were to just throw it out, I'd be like, Scream, the original is the mm-hmm. best. And then I tend to go Scream 5. Like, I love that Scream 5. Honestly, Scream. I'm four. I'm one, four, two... Five three six. Okay. Wow. Two, five three six. Yeah. You like the old stuff. Well, wow. I am. I'm one four five. Yeah. Six two three. Okay. 
and I don't care enough. <laughs> but you still, yeah. so you still really like this movie, but you put it fourth. Yeah, but I mean, so like, it, but in that interesting though. But like, I also think that Scream Five and Scream Four are both pretty great. Okay. Compared, you know, yeah, yeah and I love that you bring that up, Joe. I I don't know why four gets I don't so know either. often, and uh, because it's 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 excellently written. Yes, and it's better than three. I, don't I, know I how think your problem. It, it, it feels like the it feels like it's channeling the original scream energy. Now it's, and I don't even think Wes Craven himself was, uh, uh, was under the delusion of Kevin Williamson that anything was going to top the first one, but it does feel right in that same yes, I agree. vein uh, as one. And I, I, and when I ask people why they don't like it, they, they, nobody can give me <laughs> a definitive reason. I can, I can give, give all why. kinds of reasons why it, why it works well, but I'm hard pressed to find people who can define why they don't like it other than they cite the acting, but they don't, but I, I don't know. So, what, so please enlighten me. It, it came out at the wrong time. Really? It came Wait, out in the gap. wrong yeah. spot in the life cycle. It was, mm. it was too far away from the original, okay. uh, the original run to feel like, Oh cool. It's time for a new one, but it wasn't far enough away for nostalgia, for nostalgia uh, to kick in. Okay. So when it came out, it just kind of felt like, really, we're doing we're this. Doing this? Uh, I mean, I remember going to the screening for scream four and being like, really, we're doing this <laughs> and then leaving going, Holy hmm. God. they made a good movie. Yeah. I did not anticipate okay. that. Like I, you know, I, and when it came out and kind of tanked and got pretty mediocre reviews, I mean, I, I looked around like, what did you guys want from a scream movie? Like it did all the things like it and it did sure. them well. Like I was I was really confused mm. like Ryan that that movie was received so tepidly. No, I think that movie was fantastic because I was just like and th- this. These aren't my jam. Right. Right. And so right. I was yeah. like, that movie was a lot of fun. It did everything you wanted a scream movie to do. And it wasn't rewriting the past to to yeah. make it make sense it, it's still mm-hmm. like it's always been very good even if the the premises of these movies are so ridiculously convoluted <laughs> sure but they don't but normally you get a movie like hollow like the halloween franchise mm-hmm. and they're ridiculously convoluted and they ignore what came before correct where at least this movie they franchise they've always worked to not completely write mm-hmm. off four, what came before. Four is almost the first requel. Because, yeah. it, I mean, yes, they've got you've got Dewey and you've got Gale and you've got Sid, but they bring in a whole new cast of characters. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that was, I think, the plan was, like, they were setting it up and then these new ones are going to take over and we don't have to pay write big checks to the legacy people anymore. You don't have to write a big check. Six, I think thing. for, um, it's probably, I think it's been a couple of years since I've um, since I've rewatched it, but I seem to remember it commenting on, was it reboots? It was remakes and reboots. Oh, it was yeah. remakes. Okay, yeah. that, one, that one, okay, it was remakes. And so... I can see that, Tom. That that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I because... think like, it just came out at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, people weren't ready for it yet. Yeah. yeah and it... in, in those movies now, I mean, we talk about how there's not a bad Scream movie, but that isn't how they used to be viewed. I remember mm-hmm. people saying the Scream sequels were bad for three and four. They That is how they were viewed. But oh. now... Three, we... is, so I, three! three is an outlier <laughs> only because... There was they, Yeah, well, the bangs. <laughs> but they, they, had a, they had a plan. They had a night, and then the script leaked. Yeah. So then they had to yeah. figure oh. all that out. And then 
Columbine happens, mm. and then they have mm. to go back. In. So if you watch Scream Three, oh. I mean, it's basically PG thirteen. Yeah, like you, you could you could That's make right. a case for it be, because they had to take all of the gu- all the violence out, right. all the on screen violence. I guess I like Three, but I think it's the weakest of the it franchise. It and, is. And yeah, it was, I think like in that one, like three of them just died from high cholesterol. Correct. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, right. It was. They just were like just it was write a big it in push there to yeah. t- you know get the kids healthier in right, school. Right. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. So right. talking about this one though, so. For me, what they get right, that opening, I'm it's like, great. we're doing something really there interesting are some here. good yeah. scenes in this movie. The opening. I the, think the opening's the, fantastic. The bodega scene, yeah. mm-hmm. the subway. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited in the opening of this movie because I'm like, we're doing something weird here. And I love how they trick you with the openings in all the movies, right? See, but this was like... What they should have done with this movie, this is, this is what I think they should have done, is they that opening scene, and they show you Ghostface. That should have been the movie. Just keep going with it. Now you, and we're going to flip it to where it's like Columbo. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. we know who the killer is. Yeah. How are they going to figure out? Who I, that's the killer what I'm saying. Is? Yeah. I thought like, we were going to live the whole oh, movie knowing great. the killer, and yeah. the characters have to figure it out. That's a, that's what I'm saying. There was like a brilliant. This is so weird and different from screen movies, even, even and they the, didn't right. go with it. Even know? to the point where. So we'll just say Samara Weaving is the is the the Janet Lee of this the Drew Barrymore of mm-hmm. this. If you've seen Andrew. Ready or Not, she's the final girl. She she's is the main yeah. character of that movie. Um, she's also in the Babysitter, which if you oh the Babysitter is great, also fantastic. Yeah, was she the baby or the sitter? She was the babe. <laughs> she was the babysitter. <laughs> babe, oh, she the babysitter. Yeah. So you know it's the same setup where she's on like a Tinder date. Guy, you know it's very cute and funny. Where he's like, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry, I get lost. She ends. Well, we at this find point, out, I'm like. This guy sounds like an idiot. Like, would you really hang on to that date for that long if he's yeah. like that Bang. long? I don't know how long she's waited, but if <laughs> she's waited at, at the lengths that I've waited, I, I, I would go out with it. I would well, at least... Would you, walk, would you walk down a dark, alley, dark New York alley? Here's what you're not factoring uh, into the equation. She's Samara Weaving. She's Samara Weaving. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to you, but not many people are Samara Weaving. Right. Like, Margot like, Margo Robbie. Mar- Margot Robbie Jamie is Pressley. Samara Weaving. But... She is in the one percentile. <laughs> yeah, right. She right. does not need to wait no. to get but like, the But w- when it's going on and on and on, and she is Samara Weaving, I'm going like, I'm, this is... Dumb. Yeah. Like, I think I'm I was not, just, I, I, I don't disagree with you, yeah. but I was just at this point in this movie when you're when Samara Weaving is the first actress you see, we're like, well, we know what's going to happen right. to her, yeah. and it, it is. I think this is. Do they a always great, die in the intro? Is it every single movie? Well, I think the you know was Scream. Obviously, it was the, the stunt casting. It was always stunt. The casting. movie theater, um, they die. Oh, I guess that's true. Do, do they? Always? Yeah, because yeah. Jada, Jada Pinkett yeah. and Omar Epps. Yeah, what's the, three? Uh, three is what is three? Is it a movie? Is that when they do a? They're watching maybe, a movie? but f- because four is four is the one that twists the. It does the. It, it, we see like a two yeah. whatever. It's, That's oh, a great it, intro. That four. Four does. is Anna Paquin and mm. Kristen Bell. But they're watching a movie. But Chris, yes, yes, it's like, they are. Stab they are. They're seven. watching Stab three or they're watching one of the stab movies uh like they're having a a slumber party or something so that's what this one kind of tries to pull the like meta and even even five does it right you you kind of think that general ortega is dead at the beginning of five like uh, and that was where they pulled the rug out from under you and the that's so that's the first one where the person doesn't die yes but it's also what i also appreciate about this opening scene is it really aside from i love the uh the bait and switch i think it could have easily been like a colombo episode tom i don't know if uh, kevin's ever told you this but I am a huge Columbo fan myself. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Have great. you watched um, Poker Face? 
It's so good. Uh, no, I haven't oh, seen Poker Oh, it's fantastic. You gotta watch Poker okay. Face. It is, it is, <laughs> it the, is so good. It's is the most adept. No, it's, it's on, on Peacock. Peacock. That's yeah. the okay. Ryan Johnson. So, yes. Okay. So, so good. I yes. will check it out. It's because what I love about Columbo is we generally knew who it was right. uh, at the beginning or even even early on. Or it was so obvious. It's like, well, I know, I know that's who it is. But the fun was... How is he going to trip them up? Right. And they and they successfully did it for what was it like uh, twelve seasons? Or well, they did. You know, they had seven what, seasons what, what, yeah. in the '70s. Now they were short seasons, so because it was yeah. part of NBC's murder mystery wheel, so good. Where every Sunday you would get a different murder mystery, so it would it would rotate. It would be like a Columbo, mm-hmm. and then the next week it would be like McMillan and Wife, and then mm. I think McCloud and were they movie length? They were, they were like, movie yeah. length. They were like yeah. made for TV mm. movies, and so. So, which is why Columbo episodes didn't pop up in syndication for years yeah, is because long. they they were weird times and yeah. they weren't consistent. There are some that are like mm. without commercials are like 65 minutes. Mm-hmm. There are some that clock in at like an hour and 40 or an hour and 50. Mm. So and they, they came back in the 90s. So they bring them back in like the I think the early the 90s. 80s? Maybe okay, there's okay. an 89 one and it runs mm. all the way up until like 2004. I are they all on Peacock? I don't know about the new. Uh, on Am- I think there's like the older ones are on Amazon, and then the ones starting with the, I guess late '80s or early '90s, those are on Peacock because that's how I think you got that. Uh, that's flipped. how I watched them. Yeah, but just, uh, so however around, many yeah. years it was, they yeah. consistently kept it interesting, even though you knew, you know, even though you knew who it was, and 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 I feel that's a great point because this, it's like this kind of wanted to be that because yeah. there is that there i mean there's that who done it you know at least like who done adjacency in this yeah. one but i don't think they leaned into it heavily enough but it's like they wanted to and i wonder if they were just concerned because who done it uh even though uh, like uh, knives out and glass onion uh ha- are been even uh you know nile and what and the murder Oil express is making them a, a little more popular maybe they were just worried that they weren't popular enough uh to really lean into that yeah. uh, uh, lean into that who done it but what else but the other thing I, I appreciate about the opening is it really sets the it sets the tone because there is this running commentary albeit not always very strong but there is this running commentary on film studies which caught my attention I right bet away tomorrow weaving is just like, oh my gosh that's me <laughs> and, and and we and we do refer uh back to that and so i so i appreciate what it has to say on on film studies uh on horror film studies and then the the like kind of the uh just the the, the academic side of just studying uh these films and um and, and i like that it it's a setup which they do follow through on they you know they touch on it you know throughout the rest of the movie so t- let's talk about what they do so yeah. the the caller the guy that's on the date lures her out to an alley because he's like i'm walking through the alley can you see me i'm waving she's like i don't see anybody and then ghost face jumps out right. kills her i do but, like where she said where the ghost face goes is like you teach you, te- you teach horror at a school yeah. and yeah. you just walk down a dark alley at night <laughs> yeah. and she's and of course yeah ju- ghost face jumps out and just obliterates her but this is the first time we've ever seen ghost face reveal himself yes and it's this always is right the, up top the, and, your heroine yeah. is usually the one that reveals yeah, and it's, is. this is so exciting to me. I'm just yeah. like, I, you're not wrong. And, and, it, and it still is an exciting intro because it bait and switch and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I thought we are on trajectory for a screen movie we've never seen. 
can come to find out we've kind of we're watching a scream I mean, movie it, that we've seen this yeah. is this is if, if we're going to call the first one a requel of scream one this is a requel of scream two that's what that's what i'm saying and i'm wondering if they are going to if, if they if the same team continues i wonder if they ever will really do a beta switch are we on track for a five is one t- six is right. two are we going to do redo mm. three are i they don't think be so. making a movie about these characters you know i just wonder they will not be making a movie this is my prediction it will be a true Streaming. crime pro- oh. podcast. Oh, uh, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But so we find out. So it's Tony Revolori who plays Flash Thompson in the yes. new Spider-Man movies. He's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. You know him. So he plays he, the hotel. Yeah, that's right. That's he, right. He, he <laughs> and so he goes back to his apartment, and you find out that he's some kind of stab fanatic. The movies. Well, I think a movie. he's. I think he's a horror fanatic. He definitely has like the. Well, he's got the mask and, and the poster of stab. And but I if think you look he's her his, student. Uh, it's not. D- it, he's I don't definitely think her student. Well, no, he like, is. I'm just saying. Oh, that's we, right. We don't know that film yet. professor. Yeah, no. but we see the stab poster. We see a couple of ghost face masks. We see uh, the costume up there. So like, he's got this whole little shrine. And he's talking to his roommate, and he's like, "Where are you?" You think that's his roommate? That's I thought his that boyfriend. Was, I thought it was boyfriend. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it definitely could be. But they'd still live in the same place, sure, whatever. Sure, sure. So he's so he's calling, not to dismiss it, but I'm just saying they don't like. I really don't know that they really double down, make, on it, make a point yeah, exactly. I ultimately don't think it matters. Got to tell you, much. it doesn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, yeah, not no. for long at all. So he's talking to him, and he's like, <laughs> "You, you start to get the idea. Like, yeah, they're planning this. They do this together. You know, he says he has blue balls for killing. He's like, <laughs> well, he's like, I had, yeah, that's why he killed Samara Weaving. Is like, I just couldn't mm-hmm. hold it in anymore. Couldn't. And I, there is a scene I, to Tom's point where this looked like it was going to be a, a Columbo thing. Mm-hmm. He, our, this character, bumps into jenna ortega like when they're when he's walking mm. back to the dorm and he's like hey is your sister gonna be there at this party and she was like i don't know man you Good call point. Her. and that's what was also so exciting so they're, they're is you see the killer the, yeah and the victim the supposed you know the, the final goal from part from part five and and they don't you know address anything it's not when he's trying to kill her it's nope. like is he gonna blend into this friend group and so that is so exciting yeah but come to find out well, then, guess what they do that anyway yeah, but the partner ends up doing the voice modulator, and he's like, don't do that. That's creepy or whatever. He's like, I've got to stay in character to study whatever. Right, right. So they're talking. He's admitting what he did. He opens up the fridge. And there's his boy. There's, there's, there's the, the boyfriend. The roommate of, of and yeah, whatever. Got Green Lantern. He did get <laughs> Well, he got Green Lantern girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. I guess they were dating. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how he confirmed it. <laughs> yes, that's right. And so and, Ghostface then pops out and kills him. So and now we, we get, get the, the title title yeah. card. But they will. do set up a lot of interesting things, though, because we get the shrine to the stab movies. Later on, we get some hints dropped about who this character was and that they were into collecting stab things and all this. So I'm I, just going to get this out of the way now. I thought it was going to be Stu. Like that's I, where I thought we were going I, to. That's what I thought and I was too. Like, and I wish they did it. I, I wish I, they just went yeah. simple and did. It. I told yeah. my my sister and I like this is kind of a, like kind of our thing. Like okay. we, you know, this is one of the things that we have we bonded over as we were getting older. I'm glad it's not dating. As we it talked is not about in the last dating. Episode, no. There was that promise made. <laughs> that was on the Patreon. Don't give it away. <laughs> well, that was on the Patreon. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was a weird reference. That you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, we both think very highly of Matthew Lillard. I think he gives one of the like just the most bonkers and mm-hmm. mo- best performances of this franchise oh he's so good he's in the first so one, good he's, he's so, so good, good. he and actually he's a great shaggy he's a great shaggy they shouldn't have screwed him over the way that they did they should not have. no yeah, and, and like you kevin i i also thought it was going to be and joe i think you said the same thing i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be Stu. and I, I i feel it would have been a better movie had yeah. it been Stu because we even kind of hint at because there's always there's that the fan theory well, that it was a fan you know theory. he that is that he's still alive. yeah he is still alive he may be you know 
disfigured from the TV, but still, but still alive. And but we you know even, that's why they on. did it, Ryan. That's I mean, they, they I put know, it but in it here as a. Made... I know. Yeah. I I wish they followed through yeah. too. But I'm saying is that like we all I, thought it was going to be. Him. I feel like this script was a choose your own adventure. I album. don't and disagree. They, at and they all. wrote it in a way oh. that it could have been the Bailey mm-hmm. clan, or it could have been Stu, and it was like. Oh, we can't get Matthew Lillard. Then it's the Bailey. You really can. You can do. It I mean, could work either way. It's interesting because with this movie, because of the ghost face nature, you really can say it was anybody until the reveal. As what long you, as you, you can't say it was anybody. Not when, anybody. When the movie tries to make you think it mm-hmm. was Kirby, I was yeah. like, well, She's was not- was Ghostface. Three foot eleven. Uh, it's same, the, same. <laughs> then no, it's but, not Kirby. Wait, but the, using, but okay, one of the killers it, is say, similar in, in, in stature. In so. five, the the ghost face that kills Dewey. They do. That is, is the, a weird. Is the girl, yeah. and it's like and it doesn't I make don't any think sense. that girl was standing over was Dewey. She stilts. Yeah, was she, yeah but there is one of the killers in this. Like, yeah. I mean, I think we could at least spoil at this point. There's three killers. There's three killers, which is the like. It's different. I mean, it is different. Went the other and I got to tell you the Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Yes. Dylan McDermott. <laughs> Dermot McRib. <laughs> he he's he, McRibbed for your pleasure. Thank you. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> he is. I feel like he is trying to do like Matthew Lillard. Like he's channeling that manic, <sighs> and it is not good. Really? I, yeah. I don't. I know. feel like he didn't know if he was the killer until the <laughs> end because because like there are scenes where. He, I think like, oh, this guy's crazy, and then there are other scenes where he plays it so normal, right? That like it reminded me of an American Psycho. Yeah, when is it Willem Dafoe that's the the detective? That's yes, after him. Yeah, yeah. And they told him they would film all the scenes twice. One where he knew they were like, play it like you know he's the killer. Okay, and now mm. play it like you don't. And then they would cut back, and they would just kind of mix and match they, the Donald Pleasance did and and so like you when you watch the movie like his performance kind of like toggles back and forth okay even, even within scenes sometimes. that's a weird movie too yeah, yeah perhaps they were overly concerned with wanting to keep us from figuring it out and so there were so many red herrings that yeah. the yeah. focus the focus was on well how can we throw people off and they they threw people off so much that they forgot well where were we going in the first place because it, sure, it, sure. it, it towards in the third act which is very weak it, there's all these hard right turns yeah and it's like well we painted ourselves into a corner and now we have to get ourselves out and so, and so we have almost i would say it doesn't meet all the you know, quote requirements or conventions for dos ex machina but it kind of leans it, it goes in that direction because it feels because they didn't want us to figure it out and i appreciate that but I think that they lean too much into throwing people off. And yeah. So we well, need because it, when you find out the answer, there are things that don't make sense anymore. Right. Right. Like, so when they're, when floppy hair, nice guy, nice guy sure. is on the subway with Mindy, Mindy, his name's yeah. Ethan, the character. Okay. Yeah. Ethan, when Ethan is on the subway with Mindy mm-hmm. and she gets attacked. Correct. And why is he pulling her off of the subway and screaming for nine one one? Why doesn't he just leave? Well, I think like I mean, if if the whole thing because is the just, audience had to be tricked, Tom. right? Exactly yeah. because the audience had to be mm. tricked. It was done for the viewer. It makes no sense within the context of the story. Yeah, well, right. That, ultimately, but hey, that was his best acting. He 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 acted better as Ghostface trying to throw people off by keeping the victim alive. Than his acting 
skin post ghost face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's post face. Post face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's post face Malone. I, there's a lot of things like so. With this movie, another spoiler is that the core four, as they're dubbed in this movie by one of core the four. twins, they all survive. Right. And so uh, it yeah. doesn't really mm. make sense because why would the ghost face not kill because them all that, the way? That's, well, that's so they stab everyone we're, so we're many afraid. times. It's, well, they, they. I think the. The Mindy's brother, yes, Chad. Do you know? That's, you know that's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, oh I, I see that. that. I see that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think he was supposed to live. I think when, that whenever I, you see a movie like this and someone gets brought in on a stretcher yeah, right, to right. a different crime scene, like, <laughs> well, that's it, the, it's like that was tacked on. They were like, on second thought, leave that one alive. That's the Dewey it, thing, right? A, and Dewey. that's one of the issues I take with this. And, and this is it's not just it's not just Scream 6. It's applicable to other horror films. I think mainly those that are either slasher or maybe slasher adjacent is that. We used to not be afraid to kill off our central characters because they sure. even talk about it. They talk about killing off legacy characters and what have you. What's the problem with that I, I take with a lot of, quote, we'll call it postmodern horror is our central characters are somehow superheroes. And that's why I don't buy. I'm not a big Janet Ortega fan, at least not in the Scream series. And I know that's I'm the outlier because everybody else seems to love her. I don't know if it's her character or if it's her, but what she brings to scream, I don't like because she's treated like a superhero and her sister's treated like they're all treated like superheroes. And even though, yes, they might get stabbed, they we're never really concerned for their life. Whereas horror films from the 80s and from the 90s and, and even the earlier scream movies, like you, you, you're genuinely concerned for everybody's life. Like nobody is safe. And then you get to this one. And it's just like, oh, well. We're not. We're afraid to bloody our central characters when they yeah, when they kill in that last scene in the when they set yeah. up the kill box. Like I forget which one, but the one of the two sisters. I mean, she straight up gets stabbed in the stomach. Yeah, and yeah. then she just pulls the knife out, and she's at the end. Well, Kirby they, gets stabbed in the. They're abdomen. sitting there talking on the steps, right? And I was like, "You got stabbed!" But not only like, it's you, not even you, that many, and you're just sitting there having a casual. But conversation. Kirby got stabbed in the stomach, and then she's like hanging out at yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, but I can, I can, I can accept that only because we've seen people get stabbed in like the side. And be okay. But the first time we saw Kirby get but stabbed in the stomach, ca- you thought she was dead because right. it was a right. serious and he, wound. That's... And he purposefully stabbed her in the exact same spot. Correct. So it's, correct. It's just it's it's the most egregious in this film with I, people I surviving. Do, the it's, last half of this, the last, the, the ending of this movie is the and, weakest part. And of this I think they're thing. scared because they kept for the first four movies they kept the trio alive, and we said these movies are all good they're not bad right like these are the best this is the best horror run and they kept the characters and i think they are so scared to kill off any of these because like we can keep doing this with these they love them all but then they say things like when these movies happen it's like legacy characters are killed off and then and although Although I'm glad that did not come to complete fruition. But yeah, they did the it's same like thing we, with we, Gail. They didn't we, kill her we, because right. they... But then it doesn't... Oh, well, you just told me this is what was supposed to happen, and this is what always happens. And then to the degree at which the characters were talking about it, well, it didn't happen. So it's a setup that has no payoff. Although what they do with our legacy characters in this one, I I, I don't dislike. But you you set up something that there's no payoff. You know what I don't like? What I don't like with Racism. this, I don't, thank you. That is one. Yeah. Um, another thing I don't like 
Nothing? Okay. Homophobia. Uh, yep. Bingo. Okay. okay. But in this movie, what I really, really don't like is that they kind of take Gail's character growth and throw it away. A little bit. Because Gail is not supposed to be that person anymore. We right. like her now. She's not, you know, she's grown throughout the movies. And now when she walks up and she's like, Channel 5, whatever, and I'm like, wearing, that's a joke, right? She's right. wearing she's, like an outfit that's very she's similar. She's literally to, yes. the Gail that people. <laughs> would. Another little thing that bothered me in this, because yeah. you're, you're right. But also, they, and then. And then Gail and the sisters go off and they have this conversation while the media is is just completely ignoring (laughs) them. And I was like, there would be cameras filming all of this. Vultures all over it. (laughs) Microphones in their face, all of it. Yeah, That scene, too. I... I don't like the fact that Ortega, uh, Tara, that Tara punched Gail because I like how she missed the first one. That's great. And I, I think, think it would have great... been much better if she missed the second one because then it's just like you're setting this character up to be a superhero. I don't need my final girls as superheroes. I like them as human and flawed. They make mistakes. They nearly die. They, you know, may even cause other people to die. But then what, but then everything she sets out to do, it's always in her favor. And I don't think that she should have been able to hit Gail. I, I think it should have been the first swing and that's it. No, I, don't I think like, Gail should have been in the position no. to get hit and undermine yeah. all the growth and that we like Gail and they've, but they've, these ones have been through this together, you know, right. through that last one. And there were, and you feel like Gail is a different person. And meanwhile, that what hap, what spurs this is you find out she wrote another book, just like she mm-hmm. wrote about Sydney and why she hated her in the first she one. She remained and, relevant. And I'm not going to go into details of the conversation Kevin and I had earlier this week but I like how there are deep moments in this movie and I love when horror films they do tap in our most primal fears and those most primal fears aren't always you know life or death you know sometimes they they can be uh, existential which can be debilitating or paralyzing and they bring something up which I personally struggle with which is uh turning you know, down book deals <laughs> was trying to remain relevant and i i really feel for gail in that moment and i love her reaction she says nothing but there's a look in her face where it's just like you know that is my fear is this is all i have and if if i don't have this you know i go back to the you know, channel five news but, Channel 5, you know, 10 o'clock news or whatever. And and I, I personally struggle with those same things. And so I I may express them differently, but that, that fear is really there. And, and I think that fear for Gail is genuine. And, and I like that moment. We don't really revisit it, though. And so we're setting up something that, that can be really impactful. Oh, there's no follow up. But I, I, I still like. No, and they're just good. And they well, want to save her. I, what what happens like, is, I, is she gets punched in the face. And then she goes back to being the Gale from five. Right. Right. Because of the head trauma. That's exactly. Yeah. Ryan, I agree. I I love the fact that we get that same setup from Scream 1. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, in that one, Nev Campbell does knock out Gale Weathers. Mm -hmm. But I love the fact that in this one, Gale ducks. And she's like, been here. Just leave it at that. And I think that's a a great scene. I will. I also, one of the issues I did have with this is as much as I loved the idea of Ghost Billy kind of messing with our main character. I did not need it in this one. Or do something yeah. with it. Yeah. Or turn her into the I killer. Don't, I don't feel like they're going to do it, so they maybe should just stop. Well, that, here's the problem, is they do kind of the same ending in 5 and 6, right? Yes. Like, where mm-hmm. you think she's going to be the killer yeah. he at the end of her, 5. She gets all stabby. And the end of this then... one, it's the same thing. And it's just like, you, okay, as much as I enjoy seeing a de-aged Skeet Ulrich, you can't go back to that well again. You know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the other thing that I think Kirby 
in Scream 4 is a different person. Is a different, which is mm-hmm. fair, right? She's been through some in yeah. between 4 and now, right? And I understand And she's that. also been through officer training yeah. and she's, she's a different person she's not a high school kid anymore yeah. but like, there there is a i know this is there's a lightness to her in four yeah that mm-hmm. i was hoping was going to come back i have a to, hard time no. buying her as an fbi officer i have I, a hard time yes thank yeah. you i i don't i don't buy her in this role and i also i like kirby's character and in kirby's four. wonderful in four. Uh, and, yeah, and she's a fan and, but favorite. it's yeah. it's, just, it's not even with all that training you're still a completely different person and i just don't buy you in this role and i don't want to bring back kirby if you're not going to bring back the same person but i also i also don't want to hayden panettiere in real life has been through some stuff and Mm -hmm. this is her this was her first acting gig in four years in four years and i think even the the writers and directors the the radio silence guys were like man it took us forever to find her just because she doesn't have an agent so like i what I don't know what she had some addiction issues, okay. but she was also in a pretty toxic relationship mm. that you know I think can have an effect on anybody. Sure, um, uh, yeah, I just don't you know. Yeah, so she kind of dropped out of the the spotlight. I know for a hero, while. she was on that show Nashville. Nashville. Yes, and then and my I started to watch Nashville. I just didn't do it for me, but and she would pop up every once in a while on yeah. things, and then yeah, Scream can... Four was kind of like, oh yeah. Like this gal's great, and then well, I thought Scream was, Four was Scream like Four was when she was. That's popular. when she was hot. Yeah. She was they, they oh, cast off her off heroes. The, they they, off they cast her off the success of heroes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. and then she kind of disappeared. Yeah, but so, I just I mean no, I'm not trying to be no no no. I said yeah, to any sure, of that sure, sure. or whatever. It's just you bring back fan favorite Kirby, who everyone's like, oh well, we never saw that she was dead or whatever. And they but we bring, know that. So I will say we know she's not dead. Because in five, well, I, when they're watching, there the was Utes, a, there's well, a Easter egg. Yeah, yes. But they thought she wasn't dead maybe before five. Sure, sure, and then sure. five proved Confirmed that it, based yeah. on the fans that love her. And then they bring her back. We know that they didn't get Nev Campbell. Well, I think the Radio Silence guys wanted Nev Campbell back. Yeah. And the producers weren't going to budge. This on... is similar to Creed yes. in that the creative team wanted it, but the people that controlled the strings did not. And I and And you can tell because... They give her a great line. They they said we're going to let Sydney have her happy ending, and I mean I don't believe mm-hmm. that for a second. If they can reach a deal, she'll be oh, back she'll be in back. the next one. But see, I actually thought that it could have been. I don't know at what point I thought this uh, in the movie, but could the whole oh. you know dispute oh, overpay fake. have been just like the most well thought out and executed publicity stunt? That would have been cool. And then, and then she and was then, a killer, and then I, she and that and <laughs> nobody would have. Uh, it would have seen that coming. Like I've thought that's like, could yeah. that have been? And then that would I mean, have been genius. It wasn't, level but, brilliant. but that would have been genius. That would have, <laughs> it would have been genius, but they would have need to have done it in a different manner. Yeah. Cause yes. having it be about like, you're not paying women when, properly. Yeah, you, and like that, that's some really it's a little bad too real. But if you didn't give stuff. them as bad of a yeah. PR, if you didn't make For it about sure. that issue and it was just like, we couldn't reach an agreement or whatever. Yeah. And they kept it under wraps right. and they pull it off. They do it well. But, um, the other thing about this movie that I think is kind of obvious, and, and not that they never have telegraphed anything, but I've never remembered a movie where the like the Dermot Mulroney character, right? Like they they introduce him and he's a cop, mm-hmm. right? And he's got Tara, or is it Sam's roommate? I don't know if they all live together, but I think they all live they together. all live together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the roommates, so they've got is the daughter of the cop. Right. And then they bring the cop in in a way that seemed very inorganic to me to where it's like, well, this is, this is a police officer and you know, he's, 
on the case and then his daughter's involved so he's off the case and then he joins the friend group in a way where i'm like i just don't think any so other police officer this would is, be this is what i thought was going to happen yeah is we're introduced to the the roommate the girl and she talks about losing her brother what was uh, her name quinn quinn i'm sorry okay yeah, quinn. uh she talks about losing her brother yeah and i was like hmm, mm-hmm. losing your brother huh yeah then your dad's here as well interesting and your dad you know we're talking about losing a brother and we're mentioning Stu mocker and i was like if if we're gonna do a requel to scream two who's the killer in that one billy loomis's mom yeah is the killer that's so and that's why i was like if we pull this off and the end reveal is that billy or not but Stu is alive and his dad is there to get revenge on the daughter of the guy that corrupted his son and ended up killing his son yeah that would have tied okay. in right like i'm in but that's an we interesting don't... theory to think he's connected to she's connected to stew rather than she's ended up being connected to richie it's similar but it could yeah have led right into so the, the reveal thing. here's the the final reveal is that uh nerdy quirky guy and roommate who we think is dead surprisingly not dead and dylan mcdermott their son and brother was Richie, Randy Quaid, and Meg Ryan's yeah. son. What's his name? Oh, Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Oh, Jack Quaid. Which, he plays, a, he voices a Boimler on a Star Trek Lower Decks. He's, okay. also, he's also Huey on The on Boys. The boys. On he's, the boys. he's great, and he was great in Scream 5. Yep. He, yeah, he's awesome. So the reveal, the, this, this, is the little most, much. this is the most Scooby-Doo ending yes. of any of these movies, and the reveal that it was more family members of them. I'm like, okay, so screen seven, the grandparents are going to come in and get their revenge. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right, just, right. It's so ridiculous. So, I mean, That's going to be the visit. It's going to be a cross between Scream, uh, scream and the But just and go the back visit. and think that like the police detective gets a job in New York that his son was a serial killer. Right. And they hire, I mean, they have to know, right? No, like because the, he changes his name. Okay, so, but I will say, but, as far as background checks okay. go, you would think, there's a lot involved. That's what I'm <laughs> you saying. Would think <laughs> the police department would know how to do a background check, and it's it's New York City. It's not Correct. like he's in Mayberry. Podark. He's not in yeah. he's not in Woodsboro. So right, Tara goes to school in New York. She gets out of Woodsboro. Sam follows her. That's why she's there, and she's right. working two jobs just so she can watch over her sister. And they're all being very protective. The friend group, understandably, Chad's got a crush on her that comes to fruition during this movie. Mm-hmm. But so the police detective gets a job there, changes his name, but he's the dad of the serial killer. They can't figure it out. Then. His name was George Bailey, right? Isn't oh, is that his it? name? Almost oh, positive. Detective Bailey. Was, I don't it? Know was it, it George Bailey? I'm almost positive. Bailey's the last name. Did they give us his first name? Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. There's a crane in this. Yeah. Quinn, oh, yeah. So Quinn Bailey. Um, a crane is Samara Weaving. Her character is okay. Crane. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Where is he on this list? But, I mean, obviously, I mean, the sisters are carpenters. Detective Bailey. Yeah. They don't give a okay. first name on okay. this. But, but isn't it, that's from Psycho, right? George Bailey. No, that's it's a wonderful. No, that, that's is, a wonderful is there somebody in Psycho named with last name Bailey? No, the uh, detective in there is uh, Arbogast, Arbogast, Loomis, Crane, and okay. uh, Bates. But Crane is the yeah. Psycho, and and, yeah. and Billy Loomis, Marion Crane, yeah. and then whatever mm-hmm. Samara Weaving is something Crane. I didn't look it up, but yeah. okay. So, so the detective gets a job there. They miss that on the background check. Then <laughs> when they're when we're in the apartment and the core four are all being friendly or whatever, you've got the guy from She Hulk is Sam's love interest, and he lives oh, yeah. across the way. They're keeping it secret because I don't know. She doesn't want people to, because plot device. Yeah, right. It's like mm-hmm. come on. I also kind of love the therapist 
when Sam finally tells him who she is, he's like, "Nope, this isn't going to work for me." My pay grade. <laughs> no, get uh, out, get out. So, have you thought about BetterHelp? Yeah. <laughs> so, any, so they're in the apartment having dinner or whatever. Quinn is promiscuous. She's in a three-way earlier in the movie. Like, there's two guys in the room, and she's it, not promiscuous. She's sex, sex positive. Oh, positive. Yeah. Okay, sex positive. She yes. likes the D. Yeah. yeah. So they hear noises coming from the other room. They're like, "Oh, she's just getting it on or whatever." But the boyfriend can see because she's got her window open and he's got his window open. He's looking in and she's like on the phone, supposedly, I guess, talking with her dad because it sounds like they're discussing the case. No, she's, she. Oh, dang it. Yeah, because it's after a killer. Oh, she maybe. says something where she. I remember because I'm like, well, that's got to be her dad because it had something to do with a killer, a case, or evidence or whatever. But then you see. A yeah, it's always story. best practice to discuss, uh, you know, ongoing. <laughs> investigation an open homicide uh, with, a, with your daughter yeah, well in this case daughter. it makes sense and then i was very suspicious the way Ghostface showed up and it's just like wait, it was just wait like, a I minute just didn't know what to make of it but, but it just seemed this is just something a little off about on. it well but look listen this is the thing so why on earth he none of them are trying to kill the boyfriend none of them so a ghost face stands behind the killer, who obviously knows who Ghostface is, who one of the three Ghostface is, right. so that the boyfriend can come and maybe interject. They're trying to kill these people. Why would you even stage that so that the only person that sees so it is I, the boyfriend? The only yeah. thing I could think in that situation is they knew the boyfriend was going to be looking at Quinn, and they couldn't set up the scene. They couldn't get Quinn to, quote-unquote, die without there being some sort of production. So they put on a show for the boyfriend, mm-hmm. then they throw Quinn through the door and they think that she's dead, and then they've got okay. this murder scene. Now So let's say that's believable. <laughs> let's say that's believable. So then Dermot Mulroney Yeah, Dylan McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. Can can come and swap the bodies. Correct. And then now his daughter is going to be living under, I guess, another one of their fancy secret identities. Like, yeah. if they pull off their plan, now the daughter is gone. Maybe the son is. Well, the daughter can now operate freely as Ghostface. Yeah, like they think I they mean, think they think Quinn's dead, so that Quinn can do whatever she wants. Oh, and- so now they want to continue. So this is goes further than killing Sam. Now they just want to be professional ghost faces. No, but I'm saying, I'm like, just saying, like, <laughs> what is the what is the I, plan? I here? don't disagree. No, I get in the movie now. She can because she's off the suspect sure, sure, list. Sure. I'm saying, what on earth is their long term plan? <laughs> yeah, so many, so much of this movie is. Yeah. For the sake of the narrative and the viewer. And so the audience and can th- see these things. It doesn't things. make any internal sense. I want to know why they had to. I mean, I get, okay, you can say, that's a very weird plan, but though. Also, maybe cast a different actress that sure. would be believable as Ghostface killing well, I mean, that gal from Five, uh, five wasn't, five believable wasn't either, very believable. Though. I know. So, like, oh, but, no, I, I believe her because be- I saw what she did once time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> she got flamethrowed, she, right? Yeah, she <laughs> got flamethrowed in that and in Scream 5. Yeah. She got set on fire in both Which movies. Which was very funny. Very <laughs> yeah. funny. Oh, my. So I don't know. The whole setup was very convoluted. And mm-hmm. I, the reveal of it being the family and the three of them. And, oh, we're actually the dad, the brother, and the sister. It's like, oh, my yeah. gosh. And I will say, we talked about this bodega scene. This but I, scene. I think it's fantastic. Very tension-filled. Very, it, very violent. It's very not fun to see Ghostface with a shotgun. No. Like, I don't like no, that no, at no, all. No, no. <laughs> this is the most violent movie. Like they said 15, a body count of 15. They hold, But they hold on the kills. They yes. twist the knives. Which they, they do in five. Like, they, they ramped it up in five, they, right? We see Dewey's guts spill all over the floor. They ramped and, it up, but this was a and, different yes. type. Yes. And what I I feel they increase the violence because 
somehow these writers and producers, directors, that you know, they're, they they think by simply increasing violence, it somehow makes it a better horror movie. And it's just like, no, more violence does not a great horror movie make. And sure. I feel this amped up violence is really employed as a tool that just simply compensates for this vapid storytelling. Like, it well, is, we don't but really don't they have do a that in story. other horror franchises. You that's, up that's the kills because the story yeah, is. I mean, it's weird though. They up the violence, but it's not any scarier. No, no, like, no. It's and just I don't. Like, and that's the oh, thing. Here's a moment of just violence. For the I thrills. don't. I don't think. I for me personally, gore in a horror movie is not scary. Yeah, it's fun no. to watch. Look it's, at Black Christmas, the I, original Black Christmas. You don't even see anything. Look at in Halloween. That movie. No. Halloween. Yeah. You, I mean, you barely. You could. I, I've said it before. If you resubmitted that to the MPAA, that's a PG thirteen movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. without days. even well, without the boobs. I think you might even be able to get away with the boobs. Mm. Um, I'm not saying you can't, but that's a. I don't know. It's yeah, like, I think I think you could you think because you could? it's not gratuitous, hey. right? Like it's the top of her nipples. You don't see her full boobs. Really? Yeah. She. Mm. I mean, it's not the. It's not PJ Souls. You yeah. see PJ Souls. But it, it, it does. When you freeze I, frame I, it, we, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Although Freddy has a look. notoriously low body count, even all really all the way through through the franchise, and then when we get to New Nightmare, not yeah. not remake Nightmare, New Nightmare, the the really good one. Yes, uh, the, even the body count in that one, it's ninety four. So you think you're going to have increased violence? Even in that, when it hits, it hits. I think it's only but like there's four. Not a huge body count. No, I think I, I. It's the husband. It's the babysitter. Yeah, that might be it. I do feel like in those other horror franchises, now this one still has clever stuff and these guys are very yes. good. So I'm not saying, because this movie does not jump the shark like we said, as some other franchises have. Yeah. But I think traditionally, when you have a weak story and don't know what to do, but you mm-hmm. got to have this popular killer, well, they yeah. up the crazy kills. Yeah. Right? Well, I think it's also interesting. The MPAA is very, with flicks like this, is very interesting to me because you put this, this exact same movie out mm-hmm. in 1984. This is going to get cut. Yeah, MPA be like, you can't have that. Yeah. You can't have that. So, but it is interesting to see where we are in 2023, where they're just like, "Hey, man, go for it." Yeah, you got that decapitated body in the freezer, and that head's going to bounce off the floor and roll across it. Well, cool. look at what these movies are doing too, right? Like, like movies are back, and these horror movies, horror movies are the ones that stayed kept theaters in business they during did. the pandemic. They People did. showed up to see horror, and I think that they know that for their industry to continue to thrive and survive, yeah, that they have to be lenient. It's obviously we're more progressive now i mean things are different but also it's like you know people are getting butts and seats this is what they want to see right. so and we should uh, say I, before we wrap this up we should say that like one of the i do kind of like the idea that this guy this this version of ghostface is killing people and leaving masks okay with the dna yeah. well then it. you got to get me into my second my penultimate problem with the yes. movie then okay we've come to find out revealed that like those two film student guys were fanatics and also his son was a huge fanatic and i don't know somehow there's some crossover with collecting and stuff but richie jack quaid from five yes. was this ultimate collector and there was like a father and son bonding activity of getting all he, these he built like a, a shrine okay. with all of the original yeah. stuff. because cops can be bribed Every single cop and every single piece of evidence. Okay, so now here's the I mean, thing. Now, now yeah, wait. I, I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> but I mean, all they of, had... now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now all of that evidence, with the I exception of the, Woodsboro, with okay. the exception of the stuff that was in three, all came from Woodsboro. But man, so that's you a lot could, of evidence. You could make the case that they got one guy. Woodsboro is a very small place. Well, what do they How do? much are their evidence lockers? That's true. <laughs> but what do they do with evidence once the trial's over? Like right, the, like mostly it these, gets it gets burned. All these killers have been 
have been are dead. dead. <laughs> like yeah. you don't even there's have no to worry. trial. Yeah, you don't even have to worry about like, well, what if there's an appeal? They don't or what keep if it, it on record over... for the DNA stuff? Or they like, wouldn't... don't they keep? It I mean, first... you could. I mean, you I could. Mean, in I theory. Think, yeah. I mean, if you know who the killer is and they're dead, and you don't have to worry about appeals. And or you could put getting you could put the killer's DNA on file. Okay, so they could say it was destroyed and the cops were selling it off or could something. Could have, with the exception of with the exception of three, which takes place in L.A. Which, come on, it's the LAPD. Let's yeah. be honest. But I just, the fact, okay, this shrine had every single. I, there's a lot. This, this was, there's a lot. This I was just, Easter eggs. <laughs> it was just Easter eggs, but yeah. I, it was a little weird. I also just feel like that's a pretty expensive yeah. hobby. Right. Like, right, I right. would, you know what I mean? To, you know, like. Which could, to me, would have led credence to in this Dolmert, Dolmert McNulty. <laughs> being like from Woodsboro, if we're saying that he yeah. he was a cop from Woodsboro, you got to think in this world these murders would have to be as pop oh. popular as Zodiac, as Zodiac, yeah. as John Wayne Gacy, oh, yeah. sure. uh, you know, like in so the most famous, yeah, yeah. So for for one, one person, one twenty two year old to, to have every, every ghost face mask right and every knife with the blood still on it and yeah every, that's what i'm saying it's and just, the blood was still red and it was still oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except except for billy's shirt which was brown yeah but, so like there's just no well, they pull out the knife that stir- that's bright stopped. red with yeah. the one yeah like, i just couldn't I, i'm sorry to have that the, collection and have every the item. car in greece wasn't that <laughs> yeah so that bothered me and then kirby okay so we find out red herring to, to trick to trick the different to trick our cast to trick the audience, Dermot Mulroney calls up and says, hey, Kirby, there's no evidence of the FBI. She was let go. She got crazy about these killings. Don't trust her. To me, that seems plausible, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. But we find out, no, she's really a but – she's an she's upstanding legit, member legit. of the FBI, right? <laughs> so she – okay, I know she's had trauma and all that tra- trauma. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I'm an FBI agent. Let's make a kill box and murder. It does. And just, she's she's been following this case, right? She's pinning the charts. She's been tracking. The FBI is fully aware that she's the head of this investigation. Let's make a kill box. I just can't. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> that's it is dumb to me. That is bad yeah. writing. The FBI. I, that's agent what I mean. Is, is like not the, going. To I do think that. this movie is really, really good. And or it's at least throw a line like we're making a kill box, but. We're just going to trap them. Correct. And then, yeah, the fact that Kirby's the head investigator, but willing to do a kill box. I think just... that's what I'm saying. Is like I think the first two thirds of this are on par with four and five, and then when to me it takes a massive kick in the when we get to that, that kill act. box. Yeah, I that, totally agree. But and I just I don't like. Okay, the screen movies have always been meta from Jamie Kennedy and doing the rules and stuff. I did mm-hmm. not like that they retread against the rules again, and it's getting so meta. Yeah. They are they could just wink at the camera at this point. Right, like, right, I just right. don't. Just it's like it's a copy of a copy of a copy yeah, of a copy right, at this right, point. Right, right. It's just it's it like clever. we still see remnants of the original image, yeah. but it's getting incredibly degraded at this point. And it ultimately doesn't deliver anything new. And no, I agree by, because it was fun but, in the fifth one, right? The, yeah. the twins doing the thing in the fifth one was clever and fun. I think but also they, the, there was a bigger gap between yeah. four and five. So and things it, had oh, changed, sure, sure, and you're sure. hearing the new rules, and, and it also felt fresh again. Like, oh, I remember this scene. This is yeah. fun. But now right. it's yeah. been this time. It's been what one year? A no, year? Last year? Yeah, last January? January. There's no suspense. Oh, wow. There's yeah. no yeah. real suspense in the entire yeah. thing between the uh, it's in like 10th gear the whole movie yeah, so there's right, no right. emotional resets there's no reason to to feel tense about any of these situations because it, it starts off unpredictable 
but then it winds up incredibly predictable. And I, I think the Scooby-Doo analogy is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it loses a lot of steam in that last act. And when the reveal happens and I was like, are they all Stu's brother? And sister, like is that? Oh, yeah, they're all the same. Okay, were they mind. Catholic? Yeah, how right. Are how, many, how many? How many mockers are there? Come <laughs> yeah. on. And and then, but I do like the DNA. Like I do kind of like the detective aspect where they go to each crime and they're like, "Wait a minute, this has got Jill's DNA on it. This has got Mickey's DNA." On it. I like. I like the that. idea. Of I like the detective the, story. I, I did like that they would leave every kill they left behind a ghost female. And we're gonna we're leading we're counting to down to the last. To the, but. But the reveal of it and how they got Which is them, why you think it's going to be Stu. Correct. Right, because yeah. right, from the first – so maybe that was their head fake and it was supposed to be a clever like, ah, oh, you thought it was Stu, but where it leaves you feeling like, oh, I wish it was Stu. I wish it was Stu. And maybe for the next – but now I feel like for the next one, are they going to have the to thing. bring him back? I or, don't know. I think – Or is he just really dead? Because I had a question mark by him. They never – like they alluded to – there's those fan theories that he's alive. That he's still alive. And there's a question mark. Be- they well, didn't okay, put so here's the him. thing. In three – he was supposed to be the killer in three because he's in the background. Well, he's in the background in two only because he was dating Nev Campbell okay. at the time. So, so that, he's like on, right. he was on oh. set. But in three, it was supposed to be Emily Mortimer's character and the guy, the other guy. Okay. But that's what leaked, though. That's what leaked, Emily it. Mortimer. And okay. then Stu, I think, was supposed to be like the ringleader. He was supposed to be I orchestrating see. the whole thing. And then Kevin Williamson said he's dead. Oh, he did say that? That's what I heard, that it's confirmed he's dead. But I don't know. They can still... Yeah, okay, Williamson nothing. says there's that, no but these blood, guys There's don't no say blood that. on that TV. Until it's on screen, yeah. I don't believe it. It's not. I mean, it, it's But then when movies, it is on right? screen, they go, that was a cover-up. But Han he, was really working with yeah. Mr. Yeah. But Nobody. also in these yeah. movies... Yeah. Mr. Oh, God. But in these movies, they have done that to us a lot, right? Dewey was supposed to die in one. But the test screenings came back, and they were like, man, these people love this guy. So they rewrote... They did that extra scene to get make sure yeah. he was alive and then that was kind of the running gag all the way up until five when he does not come back now you know what i so we talked about was this movie just a year ago to their credit they pumped this thing out fast yeah. and to their detriment it's like sure you gotta imagine so the first one has a budget of like 20 million and makes 130 and that's why i was talking to tom off mic when it's like you know they only have so much budget like i know that nev campbell has her worth and everything i'm yeah. not saying we wouldn't have liked to see her but these movies aren't 20 million and then they make Marvel 700 movies. million that's true so they have to do the math and like okay so we give it a 20 it makes 130 we give them a 50 hopefully it makes two something you know like it's proportional in a way to where adding sydney to this movie isn't gonna bump it 50 million dollars right and so no. as much as we like her but like they gotta go like well then that's our whole return you know whatever it is so the point being though this Scream 5 comes out in January of 2022. Mm-hmm. Scream 6 comes out in March of 2023. That's Within two, one year, that's they too... had to write a script, film it, get it post-production, get it ready. And so... That's too fast. It, it is. And mm-hmm. I don't think they had time to... The studio probably wanted one now, 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 if you guys want to be attached. And I, these guys are good, like we said. I yeah, think this whole team so. is good. Yeah. I think that they had them under the time crunch... And they came up with the best they could in the circumstances. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they are good at what they do. I think you make a good argument. And look at the timeline. Yeah, and like we said, it's not bad. It's, it's not. just it's you know it's it's like when I used to hear my parents get talked to at parent teacher conferences. I did not know where that was going to go. Just like I, we expected more from him. We yeah. know he can do better work. Right. And that's yeah. and that's exactly your. Yeah. I, I 
I, I agree with you completely. Is I could do better work. You can do better work, yeah. especially on this podcast. This is entertaining. <laughs> it, I was entertained, but I was ultimately disappointed because I know how good these are. And that fifth one, I think, is like top tier yeah. scream. Yeah, yeah. And it's a shame. But again, look at that timeline. They had no time to do. Yeah, this. give yeah. them give them a year. They like, came out a, with a pretty. They came out with an okay. Or give movie. them two. I'm sorry. No, give them two yeah. years. They to came just out, work it, yeah. and you know, they came out with an okay movie in a year from start to finish. So like. Man, if this had time to simmer, if this came out in Halloween, it doesn't have to come out in March. If this came out in the spooky season, yeah, that's, I'm just, six I was actually, more months. I was looking at like what could be on the docket for Halloween, yeah. right? In the last couple of years, it's been a Halloween movie. Uh, Exorcist is probably the biggest that's, horror film that's yeah. going to be, I think it's October 13th. And that's a recall. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, is it supposed to be? It, a, absolutely. Okay. Is they're bringing back yeah. um, who played the mom in Linda Blair? No, no she, she played the, the daughter. <laughs> I don't remember. Who oh, they're um, bringing back the mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, the actress, the, gotcha. the the original actress, is coming back to play the same character. What gotcha. about the Pope's Exorcist or whatever? That's definitely a movie that's been filmed. Yeah, <laughs> what if that'll be yeah. good? Uh, probably not. But I saw the trailer to that one because I uh, like Kevin. I do my very best to avoid trailers, but I went and saw sixty five yesterday, and that was. Very unusual trailers playing before hmm. before this movie. It got a little of everything. Uh, Evil Dead, The Exorcist, and, Evil uh, Dead and a couple others. And, so I, I, and I was like, well, it's a movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I totally agree. Is This is the you could do better. We expect yeah. better out of you. Yes. It's but still I, fun. It's if you like fun. Scream movie, it's I still think, a Scream movie. I it's think this very is much a Scream movie. Very yeah. much a Scream and movie. And that's where it's like with these guys, you know you could have. Man, switch that. Go a different route, that opening scene. Let us follow him the whole time mm-hmm. and watch the tension as he's right there. Yeah. The whole time. They're sitting right there with the killer, and we know it, and they don't. And I don't know. That could be really interesting. I think it would have been very interesting. Yeah. Or bring back Stu. Uh, and, uh, well, yeah. I just wonder. I mean, Or maybe... fix that third act. Fix that third yeah. act. Either fix mm-hmm. the third act or make a totally different movie. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either or. One of those, one of those two. That's a good no, option. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's pretty good. Awesome. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And Ryan, where can they find you and your wares? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at RLTerry1. And as uh, kind of a apropos to the movie, you can also now find me on Letterboxd. I finally caved and started one, which is, I think, letterboxd.com slash RLTerry1 kind of is like my Twitter. Awesome. I have a Letterboxd as well. I'm too lazy. Ah, and I don't think I'm following you, so I will have to uh, I will have to fix that. Do it. Same thing as Twitter, JoeyButts21 on Letterboxd. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, don't forget our Patreon. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Jason's face is melted by toxic waste. Get ready for a spoiler. Say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.